A quarter past seven. Hello, hope you're okay. It's, sorry, me again. Paul covering for Sarah on the Full English Breakfast Show while Sarah is on a important mission to Paris. She will be back on Monday, I promise. Among our local news stories this morning, the SNCF's plan to close dozens of railway ticket offices in the PACA region has been condemned by trade unions and passenger associations. Meanwhile, property experts on the Riviera say the first half of this year has been a pretty positive one for real estate. I'll tell you all about that at half past seven. Entertainment news is coming up next we have our pop quiz just after eight and the three in a row with a theme just after nine it's Riviera Radio local news coming up at half past seven. First, some entertainment news and Justin Bieber has announced he's taking a break from his rescheduled world tour to rest and get better. The Canadian singer revealed in June that he'd been diagnosed with a rare condition called Ramsey-Hunt syndrome that had resulted in complete paralysis of the right side of his face, forcing him to cancel performances. Writing on Instagram, Bieber said he'd been back on stage but doing six live shows since his diagnosis has taken a real toll on him. Last weekend, he performed at Rock in Rio, but he said exhaustion overtook him. And after talking to his doctors, family and team, he's decided to prioritise his health over his work. And Thomas the Tank Engine is going to get a new friend. A new character on Thomas and Friends is the first autistic engine to appear on the show. An autistic boy says it's a dream come true to voice the new character, who is Bruno the Brake Car. Nine-year-old Elliot Garcia was cast to play the character with the help of the National Autistic Society in the UK. He will be heard as Bruno in episodes of the popular show from mid-September. Now, Bruno the Brake Car's characteristics have been created with autism groups. The engine is very detail-orientated, has a lantern to indicate his emotional state, and enjoys schedules and routine. His ear defenders can also puff steam if he feels sensitive to loud noises. On FM and DAB Plus across the Côte d'Azur, on your phone and worldwide online. This is Riviera Radio with the latest local news for the south of France. I'm Paul McNally and these are the top stories across the Riviera. A police officer has killed a man following a high-speed chase in Nice after the driver refused to obey in order to stop. The driver was reportedly at the wheel of a stolen car and without a licence. Police travelling on the Voie Rapide spotted the car after it overtook them and started driving erratically. They gave chase towards the avenue Henri Matisse, where the car made a sudden U-turn and rammed into the police car twice. It then tried to run over an officer on foot. According to the public prosecutor, which is leading the investigation, a police officer fired a single fatal shot at the driver. Several witnesses have shared videos of the incident on social media. It's the latest in a series of incidents in France that have raised questions about the police's readiness to shoot. Trade unions and passenger associations have condemned the SNCF's plan to close dozens of railway ticket offices across the PACA region. It's proposed that 50 guichets will be closed from the 1st of November. In Nice, the SNCF plans to close all but one of them. The counter for long-distance rail tickets would stay open, and only by appointment, with seven others at Nice station set to close. The rail operator has already cut the opening times of the guichet. In Nice, they now close as early as 3.30 in the afternoon. The SNCF says only 4% of rail tickets sold in France are purchased from a ticket office, with most passengers using the website, app or a ticket machine instead. 
But the CGT Trade Union says it's important that passengers can still have human contact with an SNCF worker in stations. Disability rights campaigners also point out that some special tickets, such as the ticket for someone accompanying a disabled person, can't be purchased on the app. A recent campaign at Les Arcs-Draguignon managed to save the local ticket office there from being shut down. Property experts on the Riviera say the first half of this year has been a generally positive one for real estate. Excluding new builds, sales are up 15% on last year. That's according to new figures released by estate agents this week. Properties for sale typically find a buyer within six months. One estate agency, Century 21 Lafarge, says property prices have risen by about 10% this year so far. The average property is selling for about €4,700 per square metre. The company says there is still huge demand, especially from foreign investors, notably Americans and Scandinavians, and the supply of available properties can't keep up. Estate agents are also struggling to meet demand for rental properties. New build projects are a bit more sluggish. Century 21 Lafarge says there is a shortage of available land to build on, and getting planning permission has reportedly become more complicated. With soaring energy costs, many building firms are worried that existing projects will be postponed. First-time buyers are also finding it difficult to get a mortgage, as banks are applying stricter criteria and generally won't look at applicants with less than a 10% deposit. In other local news, a woman is recovering after being stabbed in the neck in an apparent racist attack in Saint-Cyr in the VAR. The 51-year-old was attacked in the centre of town on Tuesday afternoon by a man who shouted his dislike for black people. A quick-thinking bystander came to her help and told her to apply pressure to the wound while they ran off in pursuit of the attacker, who was arrested. The victim was taken to La Ciota Hospital and was able to return home the same evening. A vigil has been held in memory of a promising young AS Monaco footballer who died last month. Laura Domecq was 22. She'd played for Moinsartu Football Club before being recruited to AS Monaco's women's team. She died suddenly three weeks ago. As well as yesterday's march in Moinsartu in her memory, AS Monaco also paid tribute to her. The Monegas club said it had agreed with her family not to make the death public in August to allow them time to mourn privately. San Rafael in the VAR is experimenting with what are called intelligent traffic lights on five busy arteries in the town. The lights are equipped with cameras that can detect how busy the traffic is and how fast an approaching car is travelling from 100 metres away. Cars that respect the speed limit should encounter a steady stream of green lights, making traffic more fluid. But the lights can also turn red early if an approaching vehicle is going too fast. The new system only applies to straight stretches of road. The lights won't be used where there's a pedestrian crossing. A man's been arrested on suspicion of trying to go on a shopping spree with several stolen bank cards at Cap 3000 in Saint Laurent du Var. Police on a routine patrol of the shopping centre were alerted by centre management to his suspicious activity on Sunday. He was found with several cards that were not in his name. On closer inspection, it emerged that all the cards had been declared stolen. And His Serene Highness Prince Albert II of Monaco has inaugurated an archaeology museum in Corsica bearing his father's name. The new Prince Rainier III Museum in Luciana retraces the ancient and medieval history of Corsica. It includes objects and remains from excavations of the 2,000-year-old ancient city of Mariana, including a collection of relics linked to Saint Devot, the principality's patron saint. Luciana was twinned with Monaco in 2009. Riviera Radio Business News. Brought to you by Barclays.
The European Union appears set for a new showdown with Russia over gas supplies. The bloc has revealed plans for a price cap on Russian gas imports in retaliation for the war in Ukraine and measures to help member states cope with the energy squeeze. European Commission President Ursula von der Leyen laid out five proposals on Wednesday, hours after Russia's leader threatened to turn off the taps to any Western nations, moving to impose price caps on his country's energy. She said Russia had become an unreliable supplier following state-run Gazprom's decision to turn off the taps on the major Nord Stream 1 pipeline indefinitely last week, adding that the EU's reliance on Russian gas had fallen significantly since the invasion. Meanwhile, tens of thousands of businesses in the UK are at risk of going under without government support because of soaring energy bills. That's according to insolvency experts. Red Flag Alert, which monitors the financial health of firms, said previously profitable companies are experiencing significant losses. Among those that survive, many will be forced to make workers redundant, the consultancy said. Firms are waiting to hear if they will get help with their energy bills. Barclays Private Bank brings you Riviera Radio Business News on 106.5 FM. At Barclays, our size is your strength. And we've been using the entire reach of the Barclays Group to bring a global perspective and unique investment opportunities to our clients in Monaco since 1922. To find out more, search Barclays Private Bank or call the Monaco Private Banking Team on 9315 3535. Riviera Radio, Sports News. In football, Chelsea have sacked their manager, Thomas Tuchel, on the new owner's 100th day in charge after their third defeat of the season. The former Borussia Dortmund and Paris Saint-Germain boss exits after winning three trophies in 20 months. A club statement said the owners believed it was the right time to bring in a new head coach. Former Manchester United footballer Ryan Giggs is to face a retrial over allegations he assaulted his ex-girlfriend. A judge has set a new trial date of the 31st of July next year after a short hearing on Wednesday at Manchester Crown Court. Jurors had failed to reach verdicts following more than 20 hours of deliberations in his four-week trial. Giggs denied controlling or coercive behaviour towards his ex-girlfriend Katie Greville. And alcohol will be served in select areas within stadiums at this year's Qatar World Cup, the organisers have confirmed. The FIFA event will be taking place in a Muslim country in the Middle East for the first time, and the consumption of alcohol is prohibited in Islam. A 40,000 capacity fan zone in the capital Doha has also been confirmed, where a drink can also be purchased. The Marine Weather Forecast. Brought to you by Savannah Yacht Centre. For coastal areas up to 20 miles offshore, the Outmaker team and the VAR, the general situation is a zone of high pressure, 1,015 millibars in the northern Mediterranean. Winds are southwesterly, force 4 to 5, becoming 5 to 6 this afternoon. The sea is calm, becoming slight this afternoon. Visibility is good. Barometric pressure at saint jean cap ferrat 1,015 millibars. For North Corsica, winds are west to southwesterly, force 4 to 5, becoming 6 this afternoon. The sea is calm to slight. Visibility is good, locally poor in storms. Barometric pressure at Gap Course, 1,016 millibars. The Marine Weather Forecast, brought to you by Savannah Yacht Centre, the leading US super yacht maintenance, refit and repair facility for yachts up to 140 metres. Find out more at savannahyc.com. 
The Press Review is brought to you by BMW Côte d'Azur. We'll start with The Guardian in the UK, which says China recorded its highest temperatures and one of its lowest levels of rainfall in 61 years during a two-month summer heatwave that caused forest fires, damaged crops and hit power supplies, the National Meteorological Agency has said. The average national temperature in August was 22.4 degrees Celsius. That's 1.2 degrees Celsius higher than the seasonal norm, while average rainfall fell 23% to 82 millimetres. That's the third lowest since records began in 1961. 267 weather stations across China recorded their highest temperatures in history last month. The heatwave between mid-June and the end of August was the most severe since records began in terms of duration, extent, intensity and impact. And USA Today says Steve Bannon, a longtime ally of former President Donald Trump, said on Tuesday that he expects to be charged soon in a state criminal case in New York City. Bannon, who's 68, plans to turn himself in on Thursday, according to a person familiar with the matter. The Washington Post, citing anonymous sources, reported that the state criminal case would resemble an earlier attempted federal prosecution in which Bannon was accused of duping donors who gave money to fund a wall on the US southern border. That federal case ended abruptly before trial when Trump pardoned Bannon. The Press Review, brought to you by BMW, Mies Premium Motors, Bayern Avenue Can, BMW Store Monaco and JPV Fréjus. Boost your business with the electrified range by BMW. Find all the BMW business drive offers at your car dealer. A quarter past eight Thursday morning, it's the Full English Breakfast Show on Riviera Radio. Time for our pop quiz and we are heading back to 1984. On this day in 1984, Stevie Wonder had his first UK solo number one. It was taken from the film The Woman in Red. It stayed at number one for six weeks. All I need to know is what was it? Stevie Wonder's first solo number one. He did get a number one a couple of years earlier with Ebony and Ivory with Paul McCartney. The song that got Stevie Wonder to number one in 1984 on this day, please, the studio at rivieraradio.mc. The Press Review is brought to you by BMW Côte d'Azur. The Financial Times in the UK says Vladimir Putin's energy blackmail over Europe could lead to civil unrest this winter, the NATO Secretary-General has warned. Jens Stoltenberg acknowledged that winter will be hard as families and businesses feel the crunch of soaring energy prices and cost of living in the coming months. Writing in the Financial Times, the boss of the Western Security Alliance said that it is worth paying the price to support Ukraine. And the South China Morning Post says China's Sichuan province banned unauthorised people entry to earthquake zones and imposed daily testing as it struggled to battle COVID-19 while rescue work continued for a third day. It comes after a 6.8 magnitude earthquake was felt across five provinces. At least 74 people were confirmed dead as of Wednesday, with 35 people reported missing and 270 others injured. About 1,000 people have been trapped. Public health authorities in the southwest Western Chinese province also reported 157 new COVID-19 infections as of the end of Tuesday, compared with 138 the day before. The Press Review, brought to you by BMW, Nice Premium Motors, Bayern Avenue Cannes, BMW Store Monaco and JPV Fréjus. Find all the BMW business drive offers at your car dealer. In our pop quiz, I asked for Stevie Wonder's first solo UK number one, which got to the top of the charts on this day in 1984 and stayed there for six weeks, taken from the film The Woman in Red. It was, I just called to say, I love you. Radio.
it should be fine and sunny today. Some patchy cloud this afternoon and some strong gusts of wind on the Maritime coast, up to 50 kilometers per hour. Temperatures reaching 31 degrees Celsius and staying warm overnight with clear skies. 23 on the coast tonight, 18 further inland. The outlook for Friday, some early morning cloud will disappear to leave another fine and sunny day. 31 degrees Celsius with a Mistral blowing over the region, gusting up to 50 kilometers per hour. For now, the good weather looks set to continue over the weekend. International headlines at a minute past 10. Water levels in Pakistan's biggest lake are starting to recede, officials say, after last-ditch attempts to prevent it from bursting its banks. At least 23 people have died and others have been injured in a huge fire at a karaoke complex in southern Vietnam near Ho Chi Minh City. And New York's district attorney has returned 19 million US dollars worth of stolen art to Italy. Dusty's here with Drive Time from 3. I'll talk to you tomorrow morning at 7.